word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day, the first one unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com, Snopes, S-N-O-P-E-S, Snopes. This word can be used as a verb to indicate checking the validity of a suspect story. It is derived from the online urban legend. Oh, no, okay. Thank you. You enjoying that beer? Yeah. All right, fantastic. Snopes. This word can be used as a verb to indicate checking the validity of a suspect story. All right, doesn't matter where it derived from. Don't care. So Snopes. That's uh, unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. And the next one, the actual word of the day, eruptment. E- erumpent. Oh, no, erumpent. 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 E-R-U-M-P-E-N-T. I've read this word four times already, and I still... Erumpent. Bursting forth. That's what that means. Hmm. So, yeah, you look at, like, the Cowboys running attack tonight. It's been erumpent. Zeke just falling forward, just bursting forth. Boom. There you go. We've applied the word of the day today. Yay. Congratulations, Dust. We're off to a good start. Alrighty then. Uh, you ready to go? Yes. Let's get it on. Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the podcast by regular Joes, for regular Joes, sponsorship-free, because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth, and I am joined by my friend and co-host, in that order, Matteo Pulverari. Good evening. How's it going? It's great. Yeah. Actually, yeah actually. You enjoying the beer? Yeah, beer's really nice. Okay. You're welcome. Provided by the house. Welcome. Shout out to your dad. Yeah, right. Just feeling absolutely awful about killing the beer way too fast. So let me go get some more, and then I'll give it to you guys. All right, here you go. I'm a good host. Yeah, when he came in, I, that's totally what I thought it was. I was like, oh wow, this is really nice. I connected. Yeah, no. I bonded with your dad a couple weeks ago. No, just ran a nope. It was he owed. It you. was yep. It was a definite I owe you. I'm sorry for pulling the curtain back on that, but you know that's what we do around here. I thought so. we hit it off. Yeah, well, you I, did. You did to the point that he brought out two, right? Because he could have right, just selfishly that's, that's brought fair. out one and yeah. just been like, well, share. So you did. You did reach something there. So, shouts out to Papa Wood. 
All right. And you beat him too, right? I, uh, or you're going to beat I think so. We'll, we'll Last get to that fantasy I mean, football, yeah. of course. Actually, yeah, that's true. He does, man. That, he, Maybe that's run why. me more beer, please, yeah, okay? He came in here looking a little <sighs> defeated. Excuse me. That was rude. Uh, yeah, right now I'm currently losing 125 to 101, but I have Tom Brady and the New England defense tomorrow. Oh, so it's just New England's defense alone. And then I still have Ertz and Howard and Jalen Smith and Elliott and Cooper tonight. Shouts out to Marvin Jones Jr. I know we're probably going to get to him later, but oh man, 43 points for me. That's absolutely ridiculous. I was so happy. And this was the week. This was a week where I looked and I was just like, mm, okay, Josh Gordon, not playing. That sucks. Sammy Watkins, you're not playing. That sucks. Now I have a decision between DK Metcalf. Uh, Slayton from the Giants, or do I go with Marvin Jones Jr.? And for some reason, I was crazy enough to go with Marvin Jones Jr., but we'll get to that later. All right, first up, no flan. He's in Washington. We'll get to him later as well. A lot of teasing going on right now. I'm sorry for doing that. Uh, let's get to our Alpha Beta Zeta. First one, Alpha Leg Day. Fuck yeah, bro. You don't skip leg day. No, nah, right? No. Okay. A house ain't built on sticks, bro. Okay. You don't well, skip leg day. Week, week's built around leg day, bro. Real though. Probably twice a week. Twice a week. Easily, yes. Yep. So Mateo and I were talking before we started recording. We we ran through each other's leg day routines. We're not going to bore you with the details there, but he does. He, I would like to say props to Mateo because you did what this this past week? What was it? I put 264 on there? There you go. 264. That's a very odd number. I feel like it'd be right. right. 265. Let's go to 265. Maybe it's 265. Now I go. Thank God better. for Snapchat. 265 sounds way better Thank than God 264. For, yeah. Thank God for sh- uh, oversharing on social media about things like this. No, that's what it's No, 260. 260. I lost five pounds. It's all good. Don't worry about it. You'll get it back. You'll get it back this week. 260, huh? Yeah. Jesus. All right. I'm impressed because, yeah, I at one time I was I was able to put up, I think, look, guys, I'm no, I'm no squatting master here, right? So I was hyped off my ability to do, like, I think a buck 75. And that has since reduced. So we need to get back there and address that. But what's important is that I hit leg day yesterday. You hit leg day yesterday. This morning. This morning. Yeah, this morning was. Oh, this morning. Leg day had to shift for me, bro. Okay. So and it's then, different too because you're a lot taller than me. So it's it's a lot tougher to do. There's squats. a lot. It's, yeah. There's a well, lot of that, moving pieces. Just, I've had ankle surgery. My knees are pretty bad. Mm-hmm. You know. But hey, those are all excuses as to not get after it. It just means that I have to take my time. And you know, I look like a I look like Gronk chasing after Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Uh, last year at the Miami Miracle, that's how I looked trying to get down for a squat. The bolts are just falling out, but I'm still doing it, right? But yep. you just got to do or grease the machinery. That's what we're doing there. Yeah, you're just building character, bro. <laughs> what building a hell of right, character. Right, only pumping out like four or five reps, but boy, I tell you, those four or five reps, I'll throw out enough energy and enough grunting to let you know I was moving a mountain. I love it because I go to the Y, and so I spend 15 minutes, and we talked about the routine, but like foam rolling and all that, and then it, I look like I'm a very serious person doing it, go through and do my deep stretching. That's the other part that I enjoy. I look very focused while all these old people are doing cardio. For me, yeah, you stretch out and you you take you look like you take it very serious and then and then for me you go around and you throw some baby weight around. So and it's just very comedic to look at, but you know Actually, I'm on a six-week program where you go uh, two weeks of eight to ten reps, two weeks of of, uh, five to seven, and then you go two weeks of three to four. Oh, it hell humbles you, bro. No, it does. It's building character. Building character one squat at a time. One squat at a time. That's the (laughs) one rep. All right, so yeah, leg day. Don't skip it. Yeah, right? don't it's, skip it. It sucks, but there's nothing like, and I get it. The day after is not mm-hmm. that bad. It's the day after the day after where you're just like, mm. but then you get on a foam roller and you feel amazing. And then maybe like a day later, you go back and you hit legs again, right? Like, again, a house ain't built on sticks, bro. You're walking around on your legs all the time. No, I, lo- I love it. It's just something I skipped when I was younger, and it really does build character. I mean, you really do go in there, and it's something that, like for me, it, that does physical labor. 
Like that makes my workday so much more easier. Doing Plus, you look like amazing this. in pants yeah. afterwards. Yeah, All right. I can see like athletic cut. Like I wear athletic cut. Now I see why people wear exactly, athletic cut. Exactly right. Oh, dude, for just the legs, bro. The sweat, between the sweats, or the jeans, the 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 khakis, the suits. All right, you do it. You do it because you're gonna look good in the pants. All right. Got 100%. tree trunks, bro. Oh, well, yeah. Um, not yet. No. I will, maybe, maybe one day I'll have tree trunks. Right now, right now they are kind of looking a little stickish. But we're addressing that. No, nonetheless, I'm putting in the work. All right, on to the beta. The beta, Mateo. And I feel like you could sympathize with me at this. Is thirsty dudes at bars because we? I said not we. Excuse me. Uh, myself and Day Day, a friend of the show who has yet to be on, but we're gonna work on getting him on there for the NASCAR kicks up. Uh, so look at that NASCAR well, specialist. Well, he's a race car driver, so we'll bring him on for racing. He can talk about the ins and outs of drafting and what it's like to tailgate people and whatnot. You know, some exciting stories from tracking in the pit. Anyway, I go out with him last night, and we meet up with two chicks that he knows from school from back in the day. And so it's like, all right, I'll entertain this. You know, very nice girls. You know, one of them has a dog, and so of course, you know, that's a natural attention. You know, bring her over. But then the one with the dog is also like, you know, they're both they're both rather attractive individuals. I give them, you know, give them credit there. But then, you know, having the dog that just attracts more attention in itself, mm-hmm. right? So I'm saying, on average, we were out from eight forty five to about one thirty two o'clock in the morning, and I want to say. Uh, every 10 to 15 minutes, there was a new gentleman coming up at whatever spot we were at shooting their shot at these chicks. And that's what I'm saying. I wasn't shooting my shot, so I didn't mind. I mean, I, I just, it started to humor me at a point, mm-hmm. but it was at the point where we couldn't even carry on a com- like an actual group conversation because there's always some, some drunken fool trying to stupor over, mustering up their confidence to talk to either the, the one with the dog or, or, um, the other, the other chick. I, I mean, I know their names. I just won't throw them out there on the podcast, but yeah, girl one, girl two. Um, so and it was just, it was it was kind of frustrating. And it got to the point where, like, you know, I started joking with him and just incorporating that in the joke. Like, I'd see him coming. I'd just be like, incoming. All right, what do you want, a five-minute timer? Because, you know, it's like I'm not going to be the one to say, hey, dude, you don't have it. You don't stand a chance, right? Mm-hmm. Because we've all been there. We've all taken shots at the bar, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where it was just like, holy fuck. Like, wh- this is actually really bad. Like, I don't enjoy this anymore. Like, the aesthetic of being with the chicks and, and having a good time, like, that was cool. But now we've got dudes coming over here every 15 minutes trying to holler and then be buddy buddy with me and it's like look big dog i do not i don't care yeah i feel that's the worst part is when they try to be buddy buddy with you it's and you know what happens is it starts out it's an initial hey what's up mate how's it going and then they and then they shift towards the chick and then it's a parabola so you're at the front and you're at the the start and the finish right you get you get you get dapped up and say what's up how's it going and then they shift their attention to the girl and then once you get rejected after a while they kind of retreat with like a dog with his tail between its legs as they go back to you before they buffer back to wherever they came from it's nice when they get you drinks though if, a, they, if there's enough of a buffer that they at least try to shoot their shot and be like okay well i'll buy a round for everybody that's on the chick though so i will say that shouts out credit to these chicks because yeah i did get a couple shots of whiskey mm-hmm. from them just just pure props just them being there and it was like hey do you want anything it's like well i have this beer we got this picture between ourselves but hey i'll take a shot of jameson just bring it right over here you know and so Got a couple of those, and we're gonna since nobody wants to carry proper twelve. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we got a couple of shots of those, and that was nice. But yeah, for the most part, it's just, I mean, I get it. And then we were at late night at some pizza downtown Sebastopol, and we saw one of those dudes again, and he came back, and it was just like, man, bad enough that he owed me a drink already from me beating him in pool. I think I mentioned that on a podcast last week. Uh, the same dude came up, acted like he did not know me, and then proceeded to hit on both the chicks that we were with while still owing me a drink. You're like, I beat you, bro. I did. I beat him and the chick that he was with that night. 
So beat you on the sticks. Oh, and it's like you still owe me a beer, and I know it's very petty to get mad over something like that, but you owe me a beer. It's the principle. It's principle. It's the principle, right? You pay up a bet. I'll cut you. No, no, sorry, that got escalated. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be like the wildest thing in the last 15 years in Sebastopol. uh, Just man cut (laughs) over drunk or uh, over drink feud. (laughs) Just and it's yeah, I'm I have a very valid reason. You'd be like the bad boy Sebastopol if that happened. (laughs) I'd be like, oh my god, I know this person. Oh man, I apologize. Well, you know, now you know how you stand on this situation. Mm -hmm. I was ready. I stay ready. You ain't got to get ready when you stay ready. I'm not gonna bet that pool with you then. No, no, it's fun, dude. Just just buy me the drink afterwards because that's again the dude looked at me after that was all done in a drunken incoherence and was like well what's your tab you're not putting the drink you owe me on my tab are you going downtown for halloween because i feel like the dog girls with dogs halloween's the same way because when i go out with the group and whatever the outfits is same thing you can't have a conversation you're always consistently I, i don't i don't i've never liked dressing up for halloween so maybe that makes me a beta but we'll get to that when it gets close to halloween but i've always hated dressing up for halloween you know i was at the same point as you but now like i love it Maybe it's just I don't. I, I'm at the point where I just don't give a shit. I mean, given the given the nature of my current hairstyle, I could put on just a suit and just walk out and say I'm a Peaky Blinder. But you know, that, I feel like I've really just kind of drained that well. I feel like <laughs> for the show, we should go out for content because I'm going out for Halloween. Yeah, it's a Thursday. Yeah. Niners played that night, so I'm gonna watch the Niner game. Ooh, okay. And I was planning the dresses like Shanahan. Just get the. Then I have a reason to work. Like, get well, the help me, help me with the costume, All right. and we'll get, we'll get going, right? Maybe I could be like Sala or whatever the D coordinator is, <laughs> but I have to tan a little bit. No, you should just be a Steelers coach. Uh, okay, yeah, right. Just, uh, or I could just put band aids all over myself and just be on the, uh, the IR. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, yes, I would be down to go out. We could get some random cuts, some 30-second interviews real quick, just random questions. Oh, yeah, you, just, you just bring your phone out. Oh, no, 100%, just, dude, yeah. to just use that for content. Dude, you should just wear your jacket. You should wear your radio and just be be a reporter. Yeah, just walk around with a headset on. Yeah, not uh, you couldn't wear your work one because then you could conflict of interest, you know, or whatever. Or yeah, you really? you no, get, I should, I but, should. I should go. I could go to work. I could get one of those headsets, <laughs> and I'll just tuck that into my back pocket. I'll put on the Steelers jacket. Mm-hmm. We'll wear the Steelers hat. Mm-hmm. I'll be a coordinator. How about that? Mm-hmm. That's a weak-ass costume, but it's good enough to get me out there. Out. Yeah, I'm not going to pay 10 bucks to get into Stout Brothers. I'm going to get drunk. Well, I'm not going into Stouts anyway. So. Yeah. Well, stouts you, is crazy. You getting Stouts for free if you got a costume? I, th- I think Stouts is It's the one place that actually has a cover. Yeah, yeah no, thank you. Anyway, yeah. that, that derailed. <laughs> Let's move it back. So the Zeta, the weirdest thing of the weekend was again one of those chicks had a had a dog and we were just bringing that dog anywhere and everywhere and in Sebastopol I guess that's okay they don't they don't mind the pets no service dog no no nothing no nothing to denote what it was right that dog came that dog walked in the way society should be that dog was originally was it a hot mug I think it might have been a hot mug too or did we meet them a hot mug I don't remember that part anyway it, it was at Crooked Goat it was at Old Main and it's at Mother's Ruin, and then we took it to Hypostat. So I just I gave away my, my Sebastopol routine. But if you ever catch me out there at Sebastopol, you know exactly <laughs> what the routine is, and now you know how to act when we're out there, right? And I will, per- I will get along with you. Don't worry, okay? Just don't be a douche. So emphasis on don't be a douche. So, and yeah, but the goat was fine because there was Alan Patio, but Old Main just brought it right in and just hung out by the pool table. Nobody gave a, gave a damn. And then Mother's Ruin has a little dance floor, so we mm. brought the dog out on the dance floor. <laughs> And, like, I'm not a big dancer anyway, but that was hilarious watching the dog out on the dance floor, man. Surprising didn't snap any photos of it. Uh, no, yeah. I was. Uh, you were a little too. At Mother's Ruin, that's when the night really started to settle in, and I just became solely focused on pizza. Going back to Old Main's, uh, what is it? Is it Old Saloon? Old, old Main Street. Yeah. Do they still have the Hot Pockets? Uh, no, 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 I don't know. About, I don't know about the food, man. I don't, uh, I don't order food when I, I go there. Friend, we get like, pictures, I and I play. I play music on the jukebox. I wait for other people to put in music credits, and then I go and I use those credits on the on the thing. Uh, I'm that guy. Day drinking there with a buddy who loved it, and so they he showed me the train. He loved the train. 
he'd have the train run. And then I looked up and I was like, Hot Pockets? I was like, can I get some Hot Pockets? And they're out of Hot Pockets. <sighs> so that's the only bar I've ever been to where I've seen that as a food option. He's just like, I want some Hot Pockets, yeah, dude. Please. I was please, like, dude, I'm drinking pockets. cheap whiskey. I might as well. Yeah, right. Well. So, yeah, that's the uh, Alpha Beta Zeta there. The Leg Day, Dudes in Bars, and Dogs in Bars. All right? So don't skip Leg Day. Leg Day, bro. Don't. I mean, I know it's going to happen, but just try to limit the amount of times that you're that dude in the bar. Right? Okay? Because I can tell you, uh, after seeing a, just a barrage of six hours, every, it seemed like every 15 minutes. There's a different kind of every 15 minutes, right? Not the DUI driver. This is just DUI, DUI uh, kamikaze, right? Just uh, shooting your shot, DUI kamikaze was every 15 minutes, right? And it was just, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. I could not believe this. And then the dogs in the bar, which was cool because it made me want to bring my dog out. But then I'm just like, D is a lot to handle. See, I was about to ask. I you love ever used the dog like you take it to Spring Lake? And- when she was younger, I played that like a fiddle. We've been there. I've, ex- I've I, Again, I have drained that well. It is to the point now where she is big. She takes up space. And D has an attitude sometimes that I'm not always ready to deal yeah. with. So. So, all right, she's a uh, queen D the sweet bee, or uh, sweet D the queen bee. That's what I that's what I joke around calling her because she'll uh, she'll let me know when she wants to run shit. I'll still put her in place, but yeah, I don't I don't take her downtown like that, you know. No, no. it's because it, and it's also a total crapshoot with her and dogs, right? She's usually mm-hmm. really good around smaller dogs, and then the bigger dogs. That's where she's kind of sizing them up, and she's like, I think I'm on top of you in the pecking order. And it's just, I'm not ready. I, I'm done with that, man. Well, when then, she was a puppy, yeah. it was easier. And, like, what do you do when the dog has to go bathroom somewhere? Exactly. Like, you bring, you're, you're not going to bring plastic. I'm not like always carrying bags. poop bags yeah. on me, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. All right? So it's just, I, I take her on around long walks around Spring Lake, and, and we enjoy stuff like that. But the the whole downtown experience, yeah, no, I'm, I'm done exploiting my dog like that. She, she was in a couple Tinder pics, all right? So that's that's where she's been. There you go. That's where we're using her. Yeah. That's how you use it. All right, so that's the alphabet of Zeta. Let's uh, check in. We're gonna we're gonna shake things up in the order real quick. Let's check in with Tim Brown for our stat of the day. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west. Yvonne Pudge Rodriguez is the only catcher to catch both Nolan Ryan. And Steven Strasburg. Ooh. Whoa. That man old. Yikes. Damn, Tim, you're actually hitting the vault. Like, these are some really good, I, like, I can't even give sarcastic answer or responses to these. These are just, like, quality, like, ooh, you know? Back to back. Back to back. Uh, Jack's on those. Been finding some gems out there on the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Instagram. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, yes. Tim, I don't know if you heard, but the Yankees lose. The Yankees lose, and now we have our, our World Series is set up. I don't care, man. That's that's uh, awesome. <laughs> I love watching a team like that just lose. There's nothing. It's so fun being a Yankee hater, and just you see how Yankee fans are, and you're just like, oh, I hope you never win again. Yeah, it's they wild. Are uh, yeah, is it the uh, pennant? Uh, this is the first time since 1910 that the Yankees have gone a full 10 years without reaching the World Series. Yeah, Jesus. first time. Uh, I, but that also speaks to their utter dominance, mm-hmm. which is like I don't want to. I want to omit that. <laughs> quote. I want to omit that stat because I just want to trash them right now, right? So Damn. you got a billion dollar payroll and you still can't make it to the fucking World Series. What a bunch of bumps! How much you fans Stanton to sit on the DL? That's rid- or, or the IL, excuse me, since we're being all PC with it. It's just I love watching this stuff happen, man. And then you got the Strohs. Who they still have the this that core group of when they they tanked and then they they homegrown talent and you're seeing them go up against the Nationals, which is just a feel good story. It just feels like I'm okay with whoever wins a World mm-hmm. Series this year. 
I'm not. Yeah, sorry, okay. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tim. Uh, as much as I hate the Dodgers, I genuinely feel bad for you, though. Two different baseball worlds, but yeah. No, it's, honestly, it's one of those things where it sucks. I want Washington to win. I don't yeah. want the Houston Astros to win again in, what oh, is it, yeah, that's... maybe two of three, two and yeah. three years. Hey, but you know uh, what? The Giants were that dominant, too, and I feel like that's good for sports, right? Because the Astros, what's no. going to no, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen with the Strohs here? What's gonna happen with the Strohs is they're gonna go from being the lovable loser to this feel-good story. I think they get if they get this one. I think we give them one more World Series before all of a sudden the flips or the scripts flip and they become the villain, right? And then you're looking. Depends on if Garrett Cole leaves this offseason or not. That's true. That's fair. That's true. But I'm just saying, as far as them winning a bunch, right? There's not too many characters on that team. There's that you nobody could just, that yeah rubs that, anybody the wrong way. That you could hate. You could just hate the fact that the Strohs themselves are are that good and that they're winning again, yeah. which I feel like gets to sports fans after a while. Yeah, but I totally it's like with the the with the Warriors, like people really hated Draymond and they really hated KD for no reason. But other than that, I think they just got tired of seeing well, and them s- win. And Steph, people don't like the way Steph's That's arrogance true. is perceived yeah. either. It's like people hating Pippen and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Unjustified. Unjustifiable. So, what do you what do you how do you feel about going into the series, Tim? I since Washington beat the Dodgers, I've been telling everybody that I know that this feels a lot like 2014. Hmm. So, I think Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin and Sanchez kind of. Kind of carry him over Cole, JV, and uh, Grinky. Man, that's crazy that Sanchez is in there. How help? Mm-hmm. I mean, for them, the the way they acquired him. I mean, he, he, it felt like he was just a uh, just a band aid, and now he's a major piece of the rotation. Gentlemen, is there not something to be said for just this? I don't know. It's so weird how it works like that with postseason play in sports, right? Mm-hmm. Like basketball, it's so important to hit the threes. Everybody warns about that. But if you don't have a guy that could go out there and consistently hit a mid range shot when you absolutely need it, because at the end of the day, two points is better than none in postseason. That's important. In football, we get the running attack. You have to have a solid defense and a great running attack because you want to be able to control the clock and that's how you're going to win in the postseason, right? In baseball, it's like we can watch 6,000 home runs get hit this year, but at the end of the day, if you don't have a staff, you're screwed. I mean, what like what does this say for New York? What do they have to do moving forward? Because obviously that billion-dollar payroll in that lineup is just, at, that's, at the end of the day, it's not good enough. Or did they just run into a really, one of the greatest teams of all time in the is that what Is that what it is? It could be. I mean, they're, what, they're the biggest favorite since 2007, um, the Yankees came back and tied it up. I mean, they used a, it was both teams used a bullpen game, and mm-hmm. the Yankees hung around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you just got to give more credit to the Astros. I mean, they're just so well built, and the Grinky, tra- Grinky trade might have put them over too. They were more aggressive at the trade deadline, and that's something I'm sure Yankee fans are going to kill Cashman about was him not acquiring a starter at the deadline. Tim agreed. Okay. Agreed wholeheartedly. Yeah. I mean, I think the Yankees starting rotation. Compared to Houston, obviously is trash. You have the two best starting rotations, arguably in baseball this year, going against each other. So, yeah, just shows what baseball really truly is. Didn't Strasburg fall off there for a while too because of injury concerns? Mm-hmm. Like he, he was, a little he, bit. He, he he like popped up. I remember when he first initially got popular, he was pitching at San Diego State, and then. He got drafted and he, he was kind of he, he like pitched well and then he got hurt and then you kind of forgot and then at least mainstream wise they kind of forgot about him and now he's had this kind of resurgence. And was it his second year they held him out of the postseason because he was on a I think, endings? I think it was his first. Was it his first? Yeah, I think he was the rookie and they held him out of the postseason because of his innings limit and whoever the manager was at the time caught a whole bunch of grief. Is that Ron Washington? Uh, it might have been no. Ron Washington was on the. 
Texas Rangers at the time, sir. You should remember that because I was back in 2000, whatever year it was, where the Giants beat them. Oh, 2010. Yeah. So, God, who was it? Who had a, he, he had a really good year for the Nationals, too. Hmm. I don't know. It was probably back when uh, LeVon Hernandez was pitching for him and people like that were still playing. <laughs> Pudge, Pudge caught him, too. All right. Well, looking ahead to the World Series, Tim, uh, what do you? I know you want the Nationals, but what do you think is going to happen? How many games? Who's going to win? Um, if the Nationals are going to take this World Series, it's going to go all seven, which would be good for everybody, uh, including us watching Justin Verlander's wife on the TV. Mm. And then if the Yankees win, it goes five. I mean, Yankees. If Houston wins, it goes five. Again, hey, this had me caught me before I fell asleep after a long day of day drinking, but... Yeah, nope, you're all good. Don't worry about <laughs> day it. Day drinking has still ensued. Okay, so you're you're going, you're saying that the Nats win, the Nats are winning in seven, but if the if the Astros win, they're winning in five. Yeah. That's a good way to hedge your bet. All right, I like that. So, nice prediction. I can respect that, Tim. Thank you. Thank well, you. I, I, want, I want Washington, but that'll take seven, and that just means more baseball, and... Who doesn't like more baseball? More post, for, most postseason baseball. There you go. They got to put that emphasis on there. It's just baseball. That's okay. what it is. Well, you know, it's better when there's stake, when there's something on the line. It's just proven, right? That's why more people tune into March Madness than they do regular season college basketball and, and shit like that. Because it's just when it matters more, it's you're gonna get more audience. So, and that's what happens. Let's be honest. More people will tune into March Madness because of the gambling. Well, that too, but I think you could say God there's, bless. There's, there's God so bless. Many, there's so gambling. many prop bets that you could do for baseball, though. Come on now, between like pitch limits and, or pitch counts and and like you know strikes and balls. This is like the hardcore gambler. This is Real, you, yeah, you're the hardcore gambler. It's coming oh, out though. Me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, right for, now because it's just not accepted socially. Well, it's like it's like betting on the Super Bowl, right? Like who's to say first mm-hmm. pitch game one of the World Series, you're gonna bet that there's a strike? Like, we'll be I'll there. Put in, money down. On we'll that. be in five years. We'll have that. Or it's just all yeah. the prop bets for for everything, and then the World Series. You know, like I'm, I would have loved to have known the odds on uh, Altuve hitting a walk off home run there, or you know, oh, that was crazy, right? So we, I was out at uh, at Hot Monk while that game was going on, and you know, the home run. Who hit the home run for the Yankees in the uh, top nine? Uh, was it DJ LeMahieu? Yeah, DJ LeMahieu. That was inches away. I forget who's the who was the right fielder. If he had waited just Springer, literally, liter- Springer had waited literally half a second longer, he snatches that ball because he's at the apex of his jump when that ball is coming down into the stands. It was so close, mm-hmm. so ridiculous. And then yeah, to have just Altuve come up the next. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, he doesn't need to actually hit a home run. He just needs to to get on base to get something going here. And then sure enough, just yard. Just game over. But you hang a slider. Yeah. You uh, hang him, we bang him. <laughs> All right. And on that note, Tim, we're gonna dismount. Thank you very much. We will talk to you again on Wednesday. Yes. Do you have anything any any quick uh, shit talkings or anything to say? Any props to give or something? I don't know. Maybe you know uh, the dismount. Padres are close to hiring their new manager. Okay. It's between uh, Tice and Ron Washington, so we'll see what happens there. Oh, oh Ron Washington. Oh, that'd be cool. Say second Ron Washington. time. Yeah, that'd be cool if it was Ron Washington. Yeah. And then um, shout out to Miami for sucking as a college football team. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeez Louise. Playing down to their opponents oh, week yeah. after week, or up to their opponents. Jeff and I had a lengthy conversation about this. Yeah. Well, I may have to go back and listen to that. Well, no, it was uh, it was through text. Oh, was yeah, it? Oh, yeah, okay. I could read the text to you after post show, but yeah, it was it was an interesting conversation about. Just what goes on there. How they're not going to make a bowl game this well, year. They will. He's, he's have faith. They won't. They yeah. won't. I guarantee. I will bet you a nice bottle of whiskey that it will not happen. I want you to get the U tatted on you. I want you to get the, the U logo tatted on you if they make a bowl game. 
not gonna happen. All right then. <laughs> and then, uh, last but not least, shout out to Jeff for trying to. All right, thank you very much. All right, <laughs> and we're gonna pot him down. All right, thank you, Tim. We will talk to you later. That is Tim Brown. Thank you very much. We appreciate we appreciate Tim Brown so much on oh, this the show. The power of a host. All right. <laughs> no God. No God, please no. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Hashtag hysteria. Week 7 of the NFL season has all but concluded. We have one game remaining between the Jets and Patriots. Uh, We'll talk about that on Wednesday. Uh, Hopefully, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I really do hope that the Patriots just take care of business just for my fantasy. I'm playing playing my dad in fantasy this week, so I have to win. Family business. I have to win, okay? This is the one time. uh, It's bad enough I already drafted Brady, but yeah, I have to win this game. You guys don't understand. Mateo, week 7, quite a week. So I think we can start off with the uh, first hashtag here, hashtag not elite. And I'm talking about the Thursday night game. 30-6, to the Kansas City Chiefs drummed the Denver Broncos with a backup quarterback because Pat Mahomes obviously went down with a knee issue. Uh, moving forward, I don't really think it's going to be an issue for the, uh, for the Chiefs. But Joe Flacco, 21-34, 213 yards. It's, uh, they didn't have a running game either. But it's just there's nothing clicking there for Denver. Nothing is working out whatsoever. Sorry, Vic. So I, I don't even want to talk about Denver. They're 2-5 and five and irrelevant. Let's just talk about moving forward with Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. What did you see? Yeah, I mean, at least it ran. I mean, I don't know what the team. <laughs> it, yeah, it was operational. it was operational. Really, it's hard to take away anything with how bad Denver looked. Yeah. And I, th- I think it, we're trying to move away from Denver, but it's so discouraging for them that they couldn't keep up, that they've got blown out in this game. What about Andy Reid, though? And what does it say about him to just take a backup quarterback and just be like, hey, here we go? Like, Andy Reid, I feel like, was one of the forefathers, if you will, mm-hmm. in football of, like, we're not just going to have a backup quarterback for a backup quarterback that sucks. No, I want a backup that can come in and be the store brand version, like I've been saying, of our name brand quarterback. He's just – we throw underrated around so much. He's Maybe he's more underappreciated than anything. Underappreciated, Just because yeah. of how much he's failed in the postseason. Yeah. But the guy knows quarterbacks. The guy knows his system. And for him to take a guy that was – what was it, really close to retirement? Matt Moore. Yeah, wasn't he, he like – scouting yeah, Kyler he was, Murray. Yeah, so he was almost – he was at retirement. Yeah. And for him to be plug well, in – a football guy ever really retired? I mean, come on. That's, that's, a, that's a good question. Football that should be a bumper sticker. Really retired. Yeah, is yeah. a football, football guy ever really <laughs> retired? No, they don't. All right, let's move on. Next one, hashtag sorta expected question mark because the Green Bay Packers beat the Oakland Raiders 42-24. to Honestly, the Oakland Raiders are a surprise, man. They And at 3-3 three – three, like, I questioned Gruden's decision mm-hmm. to give them an entire week off, just a whole bye week, just, hey, Monday through Sunday, don't even show up, right? Like, you're good to go. And I was I like, I believe that's league rules, though. Is it really? Yeah, I believe league rules, you, you can't show, they have to be away from the facility for a bye week. For an or entire they, week? Yeah, I believe they can't, they can't interact at least. Or be no, coached. if that if that was the way, see if that's not the actual rule, I would have had them show up on like a Thursday or Friday <laughs> and just been like, hey, it's light work this week, but I need you to show up Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then you're good to go Sunday through. You know, my my I, defense of what he's doing is that they've had such a rough schedule though. Yeah, it's just really a have. lot that's thrown Traveling against them. Are they finally playing at home next week? No, they got one more road game against the Texans, mm-hmm. and then they return yeah, home. It's crazy because November. That's right, they're they're away all October. That's wild. Derek Carr, 200, or 22 of 28, 293 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. Also fumbled the ball into the back of the end zone. Uh, dumbest rule in sports, though. They they really they penalize you for trying hard, <laughs> which is amazing. But Aaron Rodgers, 25 of 31, 429 yards, five touchdowns. 
I've hated on Aaron Rodgers for a while now, and I still do to a degree, but I've come to actually start appreciating some of the throws he makes. That dude, dude. is just deadly with a, you know, like I don't, I, I, I take I take great joy in watching him lose because he's just one of those guys that has a terrible losing face. So he's it's, like it's, Eli. It's so, so it's always fun to watch him lose in that sense. But and he's pretty fucking smug. Well, but, that's that's the other part I like. I like that he, no matter what, he probably thinks he's the smartest guy on that oh, field, absolutely. or he probably knows he's the smartest guy on that field, and he's not he's not afraid to let you know it. It still makes you want to hit him in the mouth, though. Mm-hmm. So and then it always feels good to to watch him lose uh, again. Sorry, Aaron Rodgers. I'm just I, again at that point just hating to hate. But I will take amazement in some of the throws that you are making and the fact that he's doing it with this receiving core. Mark Marquez Valdez Scantling, who might be good. Uh, in the future, we just don't know for right now. He's been pretty good right now, so he could be he could be like a future Hall of Famer, and he's just too young for us to see it right now. Jimmy Graham, Danny Vitale, Jake Kumaro, like who are these people? Alan Lazard, but he's the Geronimo Allison. Geronimo Allison's pretty good. Yeah, he had a, good. he had a toss though to, to Aaron Jones that was just amazing. That actually like left my jaw drop. Like it, they ran a wheel route, and Aaron Jones turned around at the right time, and it just fell into his yeah. lap like a fucking. Oh my goodness! Just the placement. I mean, that's the part I've always appreciated about his game. Wild. So yeah, again, there's the uh, Packers handling business against the Oakland Raiders. All right, next one. Hashtag Jared, and not the one from Subway. So uh, the oh, the Los Angeles Rams, 37. Uh, to 10 over the Atlanta Falcons. I don't even want to talk about the Falcons anymore because I said they're fraudulent. Just don't don't even touch the Falcons, right? They're just that thing that you stay away from because you might catch something. Jared Goff, 22 of 37, 268 yards and two touchdowns. This was exactly the game that he needed to bounce back from after that terrible showing where he threw it for like 78 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not good for you, Jared. I not. mean, they needed it. Yeah, yeah. Just to completely dominate. What's concerning, Todd Gurley, 18 carries, 41 yards, only averaging 2.3 yards. Is this... Is, Mateo, 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 I'm asking as a friend first, is Todd Gurley done? I wouldn't say done, but he has to be managed. He has to be managed? I guess I think we're, we're more worried from the fantasy standpoint, okay. no matter what, right? Well, I don't have him on my fantasy team. I'm I just know. looking at that. Just, are you arthritic? Are you, are you going to have to cut the leg off? Or what's what's good, dude? Like, what Are you going to bounce it's back? It's bad, though. It's bad yeah. when the way we're talking about him, and he's averaged 2.3 yards a carry. And Eesh, yeah, not looking good. So no. monitor that moving forward. All right, here we go. We're going to raise Mateo's blood pressure here. Hashtag sloppy. Because <laughs> I'll tell you right now, from the oh. from the conditions to who was playing mm-hmm. to how the game was played, the San Francisco 49ers beating the Washington R words nine six and oh baby nine to nothing. Let's go over over in DC. Our uh, friend Brendan Flanagan was over there. Yeah, at shout DC. out to Flan for every holding it down. Flan can I can tell you right now. These were the quotes that I got from Flan on the condition at FedEx Field. I said, "Is FedEx as bad as it's built up to be?" Between the field and the actual stadium, dude, it sucks. LOL. So every time they cut to it on the red zone, I'm just like, that does not look fun. How many Niner fans? He responded back, so many Niner yeah, fans. Yeah, I asked him the same question. So thank you, Brendan Flanagan, for your excellent beat reporting there live on the scene. Um, shall I trigger you, or should I get you worked up? Or I, I think you were more. You were, <laughs> you were so triggered. How quickly you go to your timeline? You're playing the Redskins. I mean, oh damn it! See, it's damn it! Oh, God. Damn it, I said it. Uh, you're playing the and R word. And you're triggered again. I know. Now I'm triggered for the See, wrong it doesn't. Game. it doesn't matter. Here's the part that that kills me. We beat the Bengals big. What does Jeff do? Oh, well, they played the Bengals. It doesn't matter how much they win by. That's what I'm we saying. We barely I'm, beat I'm the looking. Red. We barely beat Washington. What is it? Yeah, well, here comes, here comes, all the tri- here comes all the triggering from Jeff on his timeline. Wrong. 
wrong. No, it's not wrong. You're wrong. Wrong. <laughs> you put this is this. Let's this have is some the, fun. The okay. upcoming schedule here is Panthers. Oh no. Cardinals, Seahawks, Cardinals, mm. Packers. So I know. Just out How of those dare next, you punish the Niners add, for their schedule? No, out of those again, I'm not. I'm not. You can only play who's on your team. <laughs> and no, and on go your look at our point differential. You can only play who's on your second who's on in the league in our point you, differential. Again, because I'd expect you to thump these teams because See, of who and, you're playing. And that's exactly. But early on, you weren't. You weren't. That wasn't what you're giving the Niners credit for, though. What was I giving credit for? You were giving them much credit, though. You, you were, you, it was always the level of competition that would get you going. Oh yeah, I mean they. Well, okay, Buccaneers, Bengals, and then again, I, again, I own the fact that they lost to the Steelers. You shit pumped the Browns because we know they're fraudulent. I was impressed. I'm not gonna lie. I was impressed with the Rams win. I was impressed. And see, this is where I'll go back to because football outsiders using their everything that they have for their historical models. That was the game that by all the. De- like historical data, that's where they were supposed to regress. Mm-hmm. They uh, played above standards for a road game, and then they regressed at this one. So maybe that's where they were going to hit. That's why I'm not really that worried. I'm just happy they won. I'm saying the two times they've been tested this season, right? Well, now three, and you could say the weather was a factor, but it was. I mean, and the, the most pathetic thing about this Washington team is this was a team that was built to compete, and they're one in one in the one in five, poor, one in six. We, we talk oh. about it every week. They're so poorly run. God. Here's another thing I was looking at too because of the weather. Kyler Murray. He had no attempts this year. I believe under 32. He, uh, he was at like 37, 37, 41, 32. New York, they had the same conditions. He only threw 21 times, had 122 yards. Weather was a... We'll get ju- there. We'll get there. Don't worry. Well, I, will okay. chastise. I will have enough hatred in my body mm-hmm. for Kyler Murray. Don't, don't worry. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that's that's the thing. That's There's how plenty bad. to go around. And I mean, Washington's so poorly run, but they only threw the ball 13 times. Weather was a genuine concern mm-hmm. but i'm saying i'm looking at this like the two times they've been tested this year was with the steelers with a backup quarterback and a very good defense i think we're gonna the, the, we a top there. five defense there you go thank you and then the rams right and again and did todd Gurley play in that game i'm not gonna i'm not gonna point no he did not but it's whatever so and again we, we're seeing that todd Gurley is not really making much of a difference anyway i just asked if he was done i'm just looking ahead at this schedule at the next five games you have three benchmark tests that i'll look and say hey can i take this team ser- team seriously right and i'm not sure what to make of the cardinals right now because the cardinals i could say it's that's just another a divi- it's a divisional game with their schedule. yeah right so right. It's, it's important that's, it's but important for us be, beat the panthers because the panthers are clicking with kyle allen i don't care the backup quarterback that's out the window right now the panthers are a better team with i don't kyle consider allen that a benchmark Really? They should at home, and I get the Panthers are coming off a bye, but I take travel. Panthers are four and two. I, with the, I don't. Allen hasn't played that well. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the. I mean, that's a game they should win. They're a but seven they're point favorite. Better than if they had Cam. I don't disagree, but that's something the Niners at this point for what they've shown. And you're a guy that's pointed out that we have to adjust our expectations for them. Seven point favorites. They got to take care of business at home. And then the Seahawks game, which that's is a, that's a Thursday night game. I plan on we're going. Out, a, we're going out for that one, right? No, the uh, the Cardinals is the Thursday night game. That's on Halloween. No, Cardinals are on, okay. Cardinals on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Oh, well, the Car- well, the Seahawks play. They're that's playing the Seahawks Monday night. Monday night so yeah. we're going out for that one. Yes. I might. I might. I might. I might watch that at home. Oh come uh, on! You don't want me gonna... to just poke the bear there while we're well, at you, the bar? You're, you're gonna poke the bear. I don't care. You're gonna be <laughs> surrounded then, by Niner fans. And then you have, and then you have the Packers, which I think is gonna mm-hmm. be the the test because I think out of all the teams in the NFC, the Cowboys are getting strong, and that pains me to say that the Packers are gonna be the one team that stand in the way of this team in a Super Bowl. At the way they're playing, if we're gonna, if we're really gonna start talking seriously here, right? And then you go and you play the Ravens. You have the Saints again. Saints kind of playing like a wagon. And you have that easy little rest up against the Falcons mm-hmm. before you finish out with the the Rams and the Seahawks. And we'll see how that finishes out. But again, this is the this has been my gripe with the Niners this entire year. And again, you can't control. It. You can only play who's on your schedule, right? But just like the Patriots, man, I don't really know. I know that they're a good team. I don't know how good they really are because of who they've been playing. But 
the point differential is what helps gauge this. The ranking in defense, how dominant the defense is. This isn't they're going in there and skating against these teams. This, they're take dominating. The, take the headphones. When's the last time they have shut down or we've had a shut out in the NFL? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm not Elias. I'd have to look that up real quick. I mean, that's that's. It's been a while. Here, quick, we're quick, quick. Take the headphones off real quick because mm. I just. I don't want. I don't want you to. Try, I don't want you to get triggered by this. So oh, I'm just. I'm looking. I, at, I love the way you're going with the I, triggering. I'm, looking, when, when, I'm just looking at the schedule. This could very well be still be a nine and seven team that has just been. You know. Um, you know. Jeff trying to cover his ass. I'm just no because you I cover your ass. I said. I said from the start that this would be a seven and nine to a nine and seven team. Now, if they surpass that, I will say that I was wrong there. But I still think it's absurd that there's a fan base that doesn't have a super. Super Bowl expectation with all these stats and metrics it's, that we're using. It's like the stupidest thing for for expectations. Here's here's an example. Let's go with the Warriors. Warriors were supposed to win a championship last year. They did not. What what Failure. happened? Failure. It's not. It's not. And and that's and this is somebody that did hold them to that standard. For everything that they showed, there's context. Injury, there's things injuries, happen. But see, but the thing with the dubs is injuries are not. That was a failure to not win a championship. That was a failure from the front office to not to not create a bench, even though we had scraps because of how who they were. Cr- how could you? Uh, we're going to go off topic. But that's on the job. That's on the job at the front office. Uh, that's, that's, that's what they get paid to do. That's and, what the front and, office okay, is paid to so do. Okay, and so I'll, I'll agree with you there because that that the only thing, if you want me to put some expectation on them for the front office, trade deadline, it doesn't matter what your draft pick is. You're not building a five-year plan. You're you're playing the win now. Use picks to get somebody. How many? Here to help. How many first-round picks are on that defense right now? Five. Okay, and so you've been sucking ever since Harbaugh left, and you've been acquiring mm-hmm. these picks, and you've got five first-round picks on your defense that's mm-hmm. leading that. That's not a good enough reason to have some level of expectation of, hey, this should be a pretty fucking good defense that should be a wagon in the league. I. Are you trying to like John Stewart me here? No. Like what I don't understand what the question is. Yes, a, they have first round picks on the, they on have, the defense. They have, but I'm saying it's, it's a with, loaded with defense. That, with that level of defense, no, that loaded defense, the, and that level of talent, why is there not an expectation that's starting to build? For us, it's what matters is they won two games last year. For us, it's that you know what? This coaching staff's gonna say, this front office is gonna stay. A lot of this there's stability. And just to have that's refreshing. And it's like 2012 for me with Harbaugh. It's nice to see that we know. Everything they've been doing with the process, now the results are catching up with See, them. That's where the disconnect comes as a Steeler fan. Is you're saying that you're just happy that there's some like coher- a cohesion here and that there's a direction because and we've stability. had a dysfunctional front office. That's, you haven't. That's okay. a huge difference. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. That's, that's a that's huge what, that's difference. What's, that's what's wild to me right now is even even with looking at everything and all the pieces clicking together. Because how long? Shane has been there three years. Lynch has been there two or three. Three. They three. came in together. Six year contract. Three and three. Okay, so we're halfway through. It looks like what you got going is is good. Why is it not appropriate three years into this to say, hey, we've got a potential Super Bowl team here because right now? Because we've – look, and it, it doesn't have to be a binary answer. They can be a potential Super Bowl team. We can be disappointed if they don't win it, but we can also be stoked that, hey, there's all this progress. You live in a binary world. It doesn't have to be a binary answer. Mm, okay. It doesn't have to be a binary answer. That's what I'm just saying. As my, the it's type crazy of, to The me. type of sports fan I am is that – And I, I, I think that's very simplistic. I, I think you make okay. things very simplistic. But that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, the type of sports fan I am is I want my team to win a championship. If you don't win a championship, that's a failure. Let's reload and get back at it next year. Every see, year, every – I don't want to I don't want See, this rebuild. is coming from somebody that, that appreciates stats, though. There's so many weird things in the small sample size that happen – that throw these things yeah, off. Yeah, he's an analytics guy. I'm the sniff and the eye yeah. test type of guy. Yeah, just and all that bullshit. No, no, no. It's that's all the bullshit. stuff that you can see on. That's the physical <sighs> results that you get. It's something it's, that Trump voters no, use to justify. Okay, don't put me in that I category. I have no problem. That's not true. That's, it, I would like to say You lost to Blake Bortles, and that team isn't better, dude. 
They were that day. They, that's such a that's such a horseshit answer. They though. were that the day Steelers though. They were, were a better team. They though. were more prepared. And they that's, came out and and that's something that better. deep down, like that's the problem. With I what still we look at that Triple B's thing as like that was a giant. That was an abject failure. That was I was awful. Like yeah, they put up highlights. It's gonna be fun to look back at. But at the end of the day, did they get a Super Bowl ring? Nope. Okay, then don't put them down as one of the great Steeler teams of all time. No, because there's just so many things you can't control. But at this, but that's what I'm saying. At the, but at the end I, of the day, you didn't, you didn't get a ring, right? I put down the Santonio Holmes team as a better team than anything we had with the trip with the Killer B. It's like those Giants teams. Like I love those Giants teams, but none of them were the best teams. Mm. They okay. weren't. And that and there's nothing wrong with it. That's I mean that's the game we play. It's like the Dodgers teams. I appreciate the Dodgers teams, and we do everything we can to cut them down because we hate them. But they're probably the best team every year. <laughs> All right. So let's move on because we've now we've uh, poked we poked and stroked and prodded the bear. All right. Now next one. Hashtag Jacoby. And I say that as, like, uh, not spelling it the right way. You throw Kobe in there when you spell out that hashtag, right? So the Colts defeated the Texans 30-23. to Uh, Jacoby Brissett, 26-39, 326 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Deshaun Watson, the Michael Jordan of football, 23-34, 308 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, Colts are looking pretty good with Jacoby Brissett there, huh? Mm -hmm. But we knew that going into the season, that the Colts were going to be a good team. I think that uh, 4-2, it's still a winning record, but... I think they're better than their record. It's a team with a good defense, a great offensive line. They've got the rushing attack clicking, although it didn't really show show up today. And uh, and, and Jacoby Brissett showing just, again, more than capable of stepping up and filling this role with Andrew Luck left behind. Yeah. No, I think for them, uh, just to have to plan everything, what was it, week two or was it week three of the preseason that Andrew Luck re- retired? I believe it was in between weeks two and week three. Yeah. So, so for or him, it might have been mid, it, the news might have broke mid week well, three game. Yeah, it was because he yeah. was on the field yes. and then he was getting booed as he yes. left. So it was week three. So for them to have to plan around that, change the offense, and then also have the faith that, hey, say, hey, this is our guy. We gave him a contract extension too. I mean, it's just, it's great. It's a great story. Um, he's a guy that's played his ass off and he's probably a pro bowler. It's kind of weird though, because I just it doesn't feel right knowing that Jim Irsay is the one that's sitting atop, just enjoying all this, and it's uh, just like, oof, you and know. and that luck doesn't get a chance There's, to really enjoy a little yeah, bit of right? prolonged it's like success. You, you were, oh man, it's I feel so but bad. Hey, I mean, and and uh, somebody pointed this out. Oh God, I forget what uh, personality, but it's amazing that the Pats don't get killed because they traded Jacoby straight up for Dorsett. Mm-hmm. Like nothing. Like they get so much criticism for giving up a second for Jimmy. Well, the thing and is, they don't get any for. They don't use. They, but the thing is, is, they don't use Dorsett a lot too, which is weird. But when they use him, it seems like they're utilizing him at the right time, so they like mm-hmm. avoid the criticism, yeah. right? Because he comes up big in like postseason. Play. Yeah, he does. He plugs in. Yeah. But man, they could have got. Because you can't really hate on the Patriots because they acquire each guy for just niche mm-hmm. assignments and 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 specific roles to the point where it's like you can't really grade them as a whole because it's like well what was their role within the team did they go out there and and, and it's pass fail it's not a letter grade with the patriots it's either it's pass fail mm-hmm. is really what it seems like and it's tough to it's tough to gauge and grade guys because of that all right moving on next game hashtag who what when where how why what the fuck okay the minnesota vikings 42 to 30 over the detroit lions uh but this is kirk cousins and i'm gonna be completely honest i wasn't really buying the detroit lions this entire time uh, Marvin Jones Jr. had a great game. Again, we'll get to that a little bit later. But Kirk Cousins doing Kirk Cousins things against a shitty team, right? Against the Eagles, that was one thing. Although the Eagles lost, you know, so maybe we can take that for what it is. But Kirk Cousins, 24-34, 337 yards, four touchdowns. And then Matt Stafford, 30-45, 364 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. The best thing I heard about this was on the Fox pregame show was um, whoever was filling in for Rob Riggle, Joe, whatever his name was, was making the joke that Matt Stafford loves playing Kirk Cousins because it's the one time every year, where, or two times every year, where the conversation is it's not Matt Stafford that's the most highest pay, or overpaid player on the <laughs> field. So I thought that was pretty funny. 
even though I just botched that up. But Dalvin Cook, 25 carries, 142 yards, and two touchdowns as well. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, 5-2. and two. <laughs> These Cousins is back. What? I know, right? I think that's just the biggest question mark right now is what? Where did this come from? Well, and I, and I, I'm, I'm gonna go back to the whole quarterback thing. I, I thought about this when I was walking back from the gym randomly. But we spent all this, all the years burying Russell Wilson, and then it's like he plays good, great this year, and then we're like, oh, he's been good. Maybe mm-hmm. it just takes some time. Yeah. Like I said, I'll go back to the sample size. There's just not a lot of sample size. That's why I'm pretty defensive about Jimmy. He's only played 16 games. Cousins, for all the ups and downs, we buried him, and then what does he do? He's responded. Adam Thielen, only one catch for 25 yards and the touchdown, but he pulled. I, I, he did something to his hamstring on the play. I thought it was he- his head or hand at first. No, it was his hamstring, yeah. yeah. That's what it ended That's up being. That's what it looked so like. We'll see what happens there moving forward because, you know, Stefan Diggs had seven grams for like 160-something yards there too, so that's good for him. All right, moving along, hashtag kitty fight. Uh, the Jaguars defeated the Cincinnati Bengals 27-17 as the Bengals continue to give the Dolphins a run for their money as to who is tanking for Tua. What if the Bengals' plan was just all along was like, we're going to be <laughs> really quiet, we're going to be very quiet, we're going to tank, we're going to get Tua, and we're going to trade Andy Dalton away and see and just and just try and disguise Andy Dalton as like a capable maybe I like potential the way backup. Siciliano mentioned that too today that they could trade Andy. I was like, what value does Andy Dalton have? None. Yeah, whatsoever. Just, yeah, Andy Dalton actually today, speaking of which, 22 of 43, 276 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. But he did have a rushing touchdown cool. off of four carries and 33 yards. Gardner Minshew, 15 to 32, 255 yards and a touchdown. Uh, again, I really look at completion percentage for quarterbacks. I think that's important, right? I don't care if you're throwing popcorn throws. You see, you need to be because you need to get in a rhythm. But 15 to 32 is bad. Yeah, it's bad in this league. I mean, what was it? I was looking at it today, and there was like maybe top 18 quarterbacks were at least at 65% and yeah. over. Like, it's become, it's such a pass Well, that's usually the metric, league. right, is you can kind of tell if a quarterback's going to be good if they kind of average at least 62% of their throws yeah, in was, college. Yeah, it was something, yeah, that's 60%, what it was. 60%, yeah, you have to be over. Around. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's, how you, that's a pretty good metric for how good a quarterback's going to be. It doesn't, again, it doesn't really matter on the yards per throw because that varies on a play-by-play basis. Sometimes sometimes the best pass to make in a play is the check down. I don't so, know, I'm on the opposite end. Yards per attempt has always been a big one really? for success. Yeah, there's been it. a lot of people that have pointed it out, too, oh. throughout that yards per attempt is big because it shows you're trying to push the ball downfield. Well, obviously, a completion for, like, negative three yards on a screenplay is bad, but at the yeah, same time, it it's hurt. like, you know, an incomplete pass that stops it. and because It's just stuff like that. To me, it's more important, I know, in the, the psychology of the quarterback and developing the rhythm. That's why I, under, I understand the approach that happens with backup quarterbacks when you're like, hey, we need to get them out here with a bunch of, like, pop screens and slants and stuff like that, but it's like, Okay, that's cool for like three or four plays. Then you need to start unscrewing stuff and let him start testing himself downfield and see what goes on. Well, it's kind of like what Tom Moore said, though. They said, uh, you know, are you preparing your backup if uh, Peyton Manning uh, gets hurt? And he was like, why would we prepare being fucked? Yeah, it's a lot. True. It's really. I get it. It's true. I get it. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 29 carries for 131 yards. I'm concerned uh, with the injuries history that he has with the low that he'll be taking on, but we'll watch that moving forward. Uh, congratulations to the Jaguars, the Bengals. You are fucked, but I think you knew that already. I will say, have we had a, like, was it like this last year where we had like five clear tanking teams that are going to trade at the deadline? Who are the five teams that are clear? Miami, Cincinnati, Washington. Well, wa- again, Washington was built to succeed. I yes. think this is really just them being bad. But I mean, but clear cut bad. Like they assembled this team with the intention to win. It's not like they were built to no. succeed. Let me say that. No, just, I'm, but I'm not saying the clear tank. But I mean teams that for sure are looking like they're going to have. Who the, who uh, the Denver's other the other one. Okay. And Atlanta. Oh yeah. Well, forget it. That's what I'm saying. The Falcons like, are so forgettable. Yeah, but like five teams that Yeesh. are, and we're going to hit a trade deadline where it's actually going to be really active. All right. Next move. Uh, next game. Hashtag who? 
because uh, that's the question here for the Arizona Cardinals. 27-21, they defeat the New York Giants. Kyler Murray had a very pedestrian afternoon, like you said, 14-21 for 104 yards. He looked awful, uh, but he didn't. Uh, he was not the focus here. It was Chase Edmonds, 27 carries, 126 yards, three touchdowns, averaging 4.7 yards a touch. Uh, amazing. I, I had no idea who the hell this guy was. And um, and then you look over on the flip side with the Giants. Daniel Jones, 22-35, 223 yards, a touchdown, and interception. Saquon, 18 carries, 72 yards and a touchdown. Thank you very much for my fantasy team. Mateo, your thoughts on this game? Oh, God. I, we keep going back and forth on... Well, first, Cliff, I've got to go back and forth because I buried him. I have him no idea what to make of the Cardinals. Right. I buried Cliff a couple weeks ago, and now they've won three in a row. Yeah, what the hell is... And what? then Daniel Jones, he had the Bucks game, and I was going, well, he looks like he's competent, and he, he's beating, well, and now he's really, really... We all jumped the shark whew. on Daniel Jones there, yeah. and i got to be hand up. I, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. i got to regress, all right? I'm not so sold on Daniel Jones anymore. I mean, yeah, this is a decent stat line for a rookie, but at the end of the day, it's like, uh, let's check back in at the end of the season uh, and I, see how you've been, right? I, cru- I crushed the pick, and then I was having second thoughts yeah. when, when he played, and, and we now don't even know like, what to make a t- because there's some weeks where they come out and it's just like this is the worst football team ever and then there's somewhere it's just like holy crap do they have something going on yep. down there you know and it's like uh, who knows all right moving along next game i have hashtag wagons that's because nobody circles them like the <laughs> buffalo bills uh 31 to 21 they defeat the miami dolphins again in the middle of a tank ryan fitzpatrick 23 to 35 282 yards a touchdown and interception josh allen 16 to 26 202 yards and a touch uh, two touchdowns um so good for the bills this was one of those games where they'd show it on red zone today and like I'd watch it, and I just I was I didn't digest anything from this game. It was just a game that happened. Mm-hmm. 21, 20, I mean 31, 21. I'd expect better from those Bills defense that's supposed to be hailed like as as it knows what it's doing. That you let the Dolphins put up twenty one points on you. Yeah, I mean Fitz maybe makes them a little bit more competitive. I thought for sure because it's just a vi- divisional yeah. game that the Dolphins when they got the lead, I was like this might be the win. This is all that, that's this it. might that's, be the that's win. That's all that's left to the Fitz magic meters. <sighs> Everyone, you know, you know, we get it every year where we get two or three games out of them. But I'm saying this is might where it peak out where it's a ten point loss now instead of a win. Like your, your Fitz magic is a ten point loss instead of a thirty point loss. So, all right, moving along. Next one hashtag tighten up, tighten up. Love when Titans win, just because it's fun to say tighten up. Uh, Tennessee Titans beat the Los Angeles Chargers 23-20. to The Titans improved to 3-4. and Phillip Rivers, 24-38, 329 yards, two touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill, 23-29, 312 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. I think, it's, I think it's safe to say this isn't even a hot take anymore. Ryan Tannehill, second best backup in the league. Yeah, I think that's 100% fair. assertive. Yeah. You have Teddy, who's number one. You have Ryan Tannehill's number two. Who am I missing at number three? Oof. Number three, you could argue either Gardner Minshew or Cam I, Newton. Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Well, Kyle Allen's pretty. I would say it's like the number three is like this race between. And again, this is me being a little biased, but it's you know they've been out there. Devlin, you could split Devlin Hodges, Mason Rudolph, put them in one slot, mm. right? The the two of I them think together. That's a little too early. It might be stretching it, but whatever. I'm gonna I throw that hat. Mullen, I take Nick Mullins oh, over those guys. Okay. Relax, relax. I'm talking this, the, this year. And then you have Gardner. This Mishu. year he's the backup, and he's he's better than both those guys. He's actually put together a good season. Okay. His, his, uh, if you want, everybody wants to point. Them. I mean, his yards per attempt is the same as Jimmy's. Then we'll throw we'll throw him in there, and this is where I'm saying that we'll clump these guys together because I'm not really sure who's by far 100 percent uh, like assertively better right like, who's who's mm. to say because we could say that about Fitzpatrick right we've seen mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick come He's out serviceable his, exactly right. so Mullen's definitely serviceable the mm. other those two in Pittsburgh serviceable then you have Kyle Allen is proven to be serviceable then you have Gardner Minshew who's proven to be serviceable so that's what I'm saying. it's tough to say who's like the clear-cut third best backup quarterback in the league in this year of which we're getting a giant sample size of backup quarterbacks there's a lot of backup because it seems like those backup quarterbacks are just being helped out 
and bailed out really by the defenses mm-hmm. is really what's coming yeah. on. And I can say that honestly as a Steeler fan is because I have no idea. This this uh, play in hockey terms, the defense is standing on his head right now. I have no idea how they're doing mm-hmm. this. So, but all right. So congrats to the Titans. There's not really much else to say about that. I think that I think the Chargers. That we're gonna see this slowly spiral out. This is quite the fall from grace, and it's unfortunate. I actually thought they won that game. I didn't. I didn't realize I had the game on. I was on my phone. <laughs> I thought they won. I saw them at the what was it? The two yard line. Yeah. And all yeah. Of a so it's just, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. And then I saw Gordon scored. And he fumbled. And you're just like, oh no. I didn't, yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. That was wild. Was that was a, I think I was distracted by like hinge or something. That was a wild three four minutes. Uh, acceptable excuse. Uh, wild three four minutes of, of red zone right there. Jeez. All right. Next one. Hashtag fuck off because the Baltimore Ravens winning thirty to sixteen over the Ooh. Seattle Seahawks. Is, are, is this a joke? This is a fucking joke. I, Lamar Jackson, 9 of 20 for 143 yards, 14 carries for 116 yards, and a touchdown. He's not good. I threw the bait out there, and I was happy that you responded to my tweet. What? The best team in no, the league. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Through week seven, Triggered. that's cool. But it's like, he's not he's good. He's good. He's not. Yeah. No. For you, Jesus Christ, I, had to, I have to listen to you talk about how good great Mason Rudolph is. Like, Lamar Jackson's serviceable. Oh, serviceable, but he's not good. He's good. No, he's if, serviceable. If Josh Allen gets good, he's good. Especially going into Seattle and winning. With he's the, erratic. How about that? He's not, he's not consistent. I don't care. I, I, don't, I don't give a shit. I need a little I, bit of consistency. The, well, I, their offense is consistent the way they're using him. He's going to hit 1,000 yards rushing. He's probably going to hit more than what Vic threw that year that he hit. A thousand yards and twenty-five this is, yards. This is another. Yards. This is another long game too, where it's like, okay, enjoy this right now. Enjoy what you're doing. Oh, we'll enjoy winning if, the division. No, 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 no. Just enjoy what you got right now with Lamar Jackson, because I don't know if this is one of those things where it's like you might be able to. You, you, it's They're like five and two. They've won like, seven. But games. I'm saying, look at it like this: is you're putting a lot of miles on that engine real uh, fast, oh, baby. I don't hey, know. It's a short-term league. Russell Doesn't Wilson, matter. twenty of forty-one, two hundred and forty-one yards, a touchdown and interception. That not one of your better games from Russell Wilson. Um, going back to that real quick, short-term league. I don't know if I'd want to tap out on my supposed franchise quarterback like that because they're not so easy to find. Correct? Like I don't know. I don't know who the true successor is behind Big Ben now because of but the way that Rudolph. That's just that's the risky run. Exactly. You have it. You you go with it. So that's why I'm and, telling and the Ravens many, fans enjoy it now while it lasts because it ain't gonna last forever. So. You know, it might, that, that's the way you're using them. You might be accelerating that process, right? Like the human heart only has so, I say it like this, human heart only has so many beats, right? So before it taps out, it sounds like done. more of a hopeful Steelers fan at this point that no, you need to wish that Lamar no. Jackson runs out of energy. I'm saying I'm concerned that he would because of how they're using him. I'm he just looking the, after. He just needs to run out of bounds more. I'm looking after his best interest. Like well, Ky- Kyler, Kyler, the way, the way Kyler runs and Kyler's release, like he does a good job. Lamar is mm-hmm. just a little too reckless. Reckless. And that recklessness will come back to haunt him. Yes, yeah, but I mean, seven games in, they're five and two. And their offense looks very exotic. And they're going into the bye week. I think this is pretty predictable for them going into the bye week because uh, road teams tended to focus on that more going into the bye. They want to finish off on a strong suit and get a nice nice uh, break. And just winning in Seattle is just always a huge statement. That's such a tough place to win in. And they play the Patriots, and they have a nice little Ooh. cupcake against the Bengals. And they go Texans, Rams, Niners, Bills, right? So that's a stretch right there. That's, that's going to be really interesting to see stretch. how they go. And then they have the Jets. Uh, with with the way the Jets have been playing, who knows? I mean, you know, obviously I expect the Patriots to cap them tomorrow, and then you have the Browns and the Steelers to finish out the season. I would not be surprised, sir, if it's a battle of like two eight and eight or two seven and or what am I saying eight and seven or seven and seven or seven and eight teams battling out there in Week 17 for whatever's left of the AFC North. So that's going to be interesting because this is a rough stretch for the uh, for the Niners. I'll tell you right now, the one the one week I will be cheering for the Niners is the week that they play the the Ravens, right? What? You're not going to root for a tie? No. 
No, 100%. That was just the Browns because it would have been funny between the Browns and the Niners, right? Just like the Browns are so inept. But no, this is 100% now become a, I will actually cheer for a Niner win. And if they don't win, best believe I will drag the fucking Niners that week because that's I don't, the, I just don't care. That's the one week that I want them to win. Okay. All right. Moving along. Next hashtag. We have Teddy TDs. And that's uh, Teddy Bridgewater stepping up. This is your clear cut best backup quarterback in the league. Teddy Bridgewater, 23-38, 281 yards and two touchdowns. And then you had the Bears, Mitch Trubisky, 34-54, 251 yards and two touchdowns. Not a bad game from Trubisky. It's just Saints are a better team. Yeah. Latavius Murray, 27 carries, 119 yards, two touchdowns. What do you think? God, Chicago's crowd's vicious. They were just booing Trubisky like crazy. Mm-hmm. Where do you what, – what's your lease with, uh, with Trubisky? Oh, they made a mistake. You think so? They 100% made a mistake. Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't But I knew that know. when they made the pick, right? But I'm not saying, I'm not going to look back Captain Hindsight and be like, that's terrible. Mm. But you just think about this, right? Who are the three quarterbacks that they flash up all the time? Trubisky, Deshaun Watson, and Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Two of those guys started, I believe, more than one year in college. Yeah. Right? No, they, I mean, they took a right, raw guy. Right. And they took, yeah, they took someone who had only been, who had only started one year and they're just like, you know what? We'll do it. We'll make it work. You're not making it work. Okay. It's been, it's a roller coaster ride for sure. I mean, Watson should have been the guy. This is the team. The Bears are 100% the one team in the league that you look at and you're going, they're going as far as their defense is taking them. No, I agree. The fact yeah. that they let 36 points up from the Saints, there was no way they were winning that game whatsoever <laughs> because the defense just didn't show up. All right. Next up, last up, we have hashtag clipped wings. And that's because the Dallas Cowboys took care of the Philadelphia Eagles 37-10 on Sunday Night Football. Fly, Cowboys fly. Are the Cowboys good? Like, I mean, Dak Prescott, 21-27, 239 yards, a touchdown, an interception. Zeke, 22 carries, 111 yards, and one touchdown. Prescott had a rushing touchdown himself, so did Tavon Austin. They got a little cute with their offense tonight, but are the Cowboys good? Yeah, I just think because they're tr- the way the trenches are, I always point. They have the best offensive line in the league. Probably a top five defensive line, and every level of their defense is difficult. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're not consistent. I don't think Garrett's that good of a head coach. Yeah, they had a scoreless third but. quarter. That's not really how you want to come out. Fell in halftime, making the adjustments, but at the end of the day, it didn't really matter much yeah, because the Eagles couldn't get anything going. I mean, I guess I should give him some credit. I mean, his job was probably on the line, or I mean, they talked about they weren't going to fire him, but I mean, Urban was out there trying to what position himself already for the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, that's a guy that I can see Jerry chasing. So yeah. they came out and blew him out. Well, all right. That'll do it for week seven. We're expecting the Patriots to beat the Jets tomorrow. Is that a safe bet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're yeah. expecting it? Okay. Yeah, so am I. All right. Well, we'll just write that off like they did, and then we'll <laughs> talk about it on Wednesday. All right. Now it is time. Uh, are you – I think hopefully we got you nice and warmed up. You're ready to go. Fantasy football yep. forecast? It's time for the fantasy football forecast. All right, Mateo. You know the deal. Fantasy football forecast. Four downs, one through four. First down studs, second down duds, third down injuries, and then fourth down we help you pick up who you should be looking for on waivers. Let's start with first down. Who are our fantasy studs from this week? Uh, he was just on our TV, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Five touchdowns and a rushing TD. Yep. Just blew up. Yep. Yep. First since Mark Ripon in uh, 1991. Thank you for yeah, Sports Center right now timing. for plugging that up. Yeah, so congrats to everybody that spent a third-round pick on Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure it's, you're happy it finally paid off. That, yeah, this is the week where you point to it and you're just like, I am justified in my decision mm-hmm. for reaching. Uh, our, our favorite guy, Kirk Cousins. Oh, Jesus Four Christ. touchdowns, 337. He was just dropping Dude, what bombs. The, what the hell, Kirk Cousins? What, is, what does Phil say? Is he... Phil Mickelson, is it? Is he? He's hitting oh, bombs. Yeah, he's yeah, hitting bombs. Yeah, launching bombs. Yeah, that was like Cousins that. today, man. Jesus. I think he took it. They they had a five point lead and he hit the digs for what was it like a sixty seven yard play? Yeah, like he was everywhere. I just don't uh, get it. 
I, I don't I don't get it, man. It doesn't make any sense at I this point. Like I said, I'm, I may just stop talking quarterbacks because I'm, it's just every week it seems like we bury somebody and then uh, back to life. Yeah, total crapshoot. S- right. Same guy on the list, Matt Stafford, 364 uh, yards, four touchdowns. Where the fuck did this come from? Another one. I don't know. I don't. Uh, next one. Next one. Your guy, Marvin Jones. Hey, gush. Gush. Oh, man. Four oh, touchdowns. Coming up so big for me right there in fantasy, man. I love me some Marvin Jones. See, I, I was happy you, you like talked about your mindset of how you started Marvin Jones because I see him blow up and I'm like how does somebody start Marvin Jones it was him or DK Metcalf yeah and you're in a 14 team (laughs) league so or a 12 team league so that makes sense um and then I'll show some love to Jacoby 326 yards four touchdowns more so it's fire up any quarterback against the Texans awful Swiss cheese defense yeah it's unfortunate because you know JJ Watt supposedly is about known for turning it on when the cameras did you did you like the backwards Atuve jersey that he wore in yeah right what if I this guy Jesus Christ save it JJ Watt all right I'm glad I'm glad that I have the best Watt in the family on my team so all right is that it for studs or do you have any more studs no no more studs no more studs all right second down time for some duds she's oh tight ends I'll lump them together evan ingram one for five six zach, yards zach Ertz, i want to call you out oh uh, what did Ertz do is he yeah two receptions for 38 yards oh uh, and then goddard had the touchdown yep uh mark andrews two for eight 39 yards i think he had more drops yeah, than catches that today that man's been trash we already know that ever since he's, he got drafted he's so. a good player uh, you know, i know he's a baltimore raven so you have trash. to hate he's yeah. better than vance mcdonald Whoa. easily better wow. than vance mcdonald wow okay no he actually love. pulled a vance mcdonald dropping one in the end zone though. no love lost for vance vance mcdonald's known for laying down stiff arms that's what he's known well, for. i'm happy he has his one highlight. Good guy, though. He yeah. seems like a great guy. He's, so I'm, I'm happy he at least has a role somewhere. Any more duds? Uh, rookie quarterbacks, Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones. Yeah, they did not look impressive uh, this week God. at all. That's yeah. just something and, that's safe to say. And, I mean, that might be weather. Like I I, pointed, I said earlier, 21 attempts for Kyler. That's the lowest. He, he wasn't anywhere near 21 or 20 attempts uh, earlier in the season. Um, Daniel Jones is now at the point where he's just not usable. He went from being a pickup to I just don't trust him. Any more duds? Nope, that's it. Not even like a Case Keenum or a uh, Jimmy Jimmy J. Like not. Here's you know what I was actually gonna say. Dante Pettis would be a dud, but you know he's he's outside the top forty of rankings. Jimmy G and Case Keenum outside of the top twenty. If you're using them, it's either two quarterback leagues or you're desperate. So yeah. I mean, yeah, dud weeks. But if Dude, you had to use them, I've never understood the double quarterback league. It does. It's so confusing. Know, okay, the the way I'll I'll actually back it up is like it gives value to quarterbacks. So then you have to use a third round pick on Rodgers because I'm somebody that waits till the end to draft quarterback. Really? So then, I, see, I always wait till around the ninth or tenth round. No, I'm always stacking receivers and cor- uh, running backs. I wait till I, I, I last year I won my league taking Roethlisberger as my last pick. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. All right. Third down now. Time for some uh, injuries. We don't like to talk about this, but you know injuries happen. Matt Ryan, ankle. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably for the better. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, it's just honestly that's a blessing in disguise for uh, the Atlanta Falcons. All right, uh, you can start peeling that bandaid off now. Let's see, Will Fuller hamstring, oh, which is uh, awful. Adam I, Thielen with his hamstring yeah, too. Yeah, I missed the Adam Thielen. Oh yeah. Jesus! Uh, I think the tough part with Fuller is that you he had the blow up, and then now it's like you deal with the injury that happens every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, my phone closed. Who was the other one? There was one other big one. There it is. David Johnson, back oh, injury. Really? He yeah. He had one carry. This, he opened the game with the carry. Then Chase Edmonds took over, and then I guess Chase Edmonds was throwing up during the game, so he came back out, took another carry. Jesus! And that's after so gross. And then after they talked to David John or. Uh, uh, Cliff, they said that David Johnson was in case of emergency. That's the reason he was active. Huh. I missed that. I really I did not did not see that at all when it popped up on Red Zone. So, mm, that's my bad. Okay. 
All right, so uh, any more injuries? Nope. Nope? Okay, that's good news. All right, uh, lastly, fourth down. Who should we be looking to pick up on waivers? And this is, at this point in, in the CSR League, this has just become for Flan. Hey, you got his first win. Up. Shout yeah, out Flan. Yeah. Well, is, he, is it 100% locked up? Is that what's... I thought so when I looked at it. Oh, yeah. He's got Perry it. in the bag. No, it's 134 <laughs> to 67 right now. Perry, Perry had Matt Ryan because his... Uh, he wanted a quarterback that looked like a financial analyst. And yeah, that's, he's got one that's playing like it too. So, all right, uh, yeah, uh, fantasy uh, waivers. Who should we be picking up? Uh, one final use of Teddy Bridgewater if he gets to go against Arizona. He's shown that he if can he's actually still there. You know, what, do you think they deal him? No, I'm saying I think that somebody would have already picked up Teddy Bridgewater in most leagues. I feel mm, like he's a pretty a, in most ten ten team leagues. He's still out there. Really? Yeah, just because he doesn't really see a ton of volume. I think a lot of people still see him. I mean, he is a game manager. He's not really great from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah, I think he'd be good for about like good solid 16, 17 points every week. I, I'm in a, I'm the work league. I'm in a 10-team league where uh, Teddy's available, Matt Stafford was available, Cousins was available. Hmm. I went with Daniel Jones, so yeah, okay. I don't no. know why I'm doing this segment. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Yep. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Parker. Okay. He had uh, 10 targets, 55 yards, a touchdown. Just banking more on Talad and having oh, fits in there. Okay. Um, going with Tennessee's pass catchers, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis. Tan Hill's actually given some life. Uh, Davis had a touchdown. You know, he's probably been dropped. He's worth a stash now. Okay. And tight end, Gerald Everett. 50 yards, touchdown. I mean, we need tight ends. Uh, you're telling me, man. I'm looking at my I'm looking at my team right now. Zach Ertz and Greg Olson are my tight ends. And weird, weirdly enough, <laughs> Greg Olson calling the game today in New York definitely threw me off guard. I was just like, I didn't know the Panthers were cool with that. Somebody made a really good point. Uh, he did it last year too. Yeah. Uh, they made a good point because Clay Matthews was fine for tweeting about the referees. So what happens if Greg Olson had an opinion about the referees as an analyst? Well, no, would, he's doing he his job. He's doing right. his job. So no, you can't find him for doing that. But I don't, I don't put it behind him. All right, so but that's wild that they're cool with him doing that. And then of course now he sounded like a natural too, so he's gonna be able to do that when he, when he, uh, when he's done playing yeah. football. Yeah. And know? somebody brought up the idea of if like if he's if it's a divisional game, is it weird that he's gonna be in the coaches' meetings? Like how much are the coaches gonna tell him? In Does the it, division game, what do you mean? Like if uh, like let's say you know they're playing somebody oh, within the Panthers' division. Well, that's the thing is they would I I guarantee right, Fox would wouldn't try not on. to, but. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've always wondered about that. But that is weird that he is on the meetings and he's able to, to break down the Giants and the Cardinals. Maybe Do they play them at all during this year? That's a, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. Okay. So, all right. Double uh, agent. Any more any more stuff or any more waivers, pickups, or anything? Or is that is that it? That's it for the Fantasy Football nope, Forecast? That's it. Yeah, you got any pickups? Anybody oh, you see out right. there? Uh, no, I'm not giving away my strategy, <laughs> dude. No way. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I just don't know what to do with Jamal Williams. Um, he's on my bench constantly. He put up 13 points for me today. I was pretty disappointed with DK Metcalf with that fumble, although I didn't start him at the same time. Uh, shout out to Saquon Barkley and his return, get me 16 points. And then Amari Cooper doing his thing on Sunday night. So Man, I guess Cooper. I really, Cooper's just awesome. A shout out to uh, Dak Prescott for getting him the ball. But yeah, no, really though, you you covered it in first down. Just Marvin Jones Jr. Man, that's ridiculous. Four his touchdowns. Uh, 24 points alone off of touchdown receptions. I got nine. I got nine points off of the receiving yards, and then 10 points for the receptions. See, I got 43 points for him. 10 receptions, 93 yards, and four touchdowns. That he was a man possessed today. Yep. I just I can't get over it. All right, thank you, Mateo. That is the fantasy football forecast, and now it is time for some quick power rankings. Well, you look at me. I have the power. 
yes, we've approached week seven in the NFL. Or, well, approached. We're all but done with week seven in the NFL. Almost there. There's a little Star Wars. I wonder if John Williams kind of ripped off Star Wars from this. All right. We're done. So it's uh we're we're almost done with week seven there in the NFL season and again oh, I did so I did fired up. I did power rankings last week and you know I just figured you know Finally. now that I got this fresh batch of information here based off of this these these results it's time for a new batch of power rankings right so here we go week seven top five power rankings for Pop Tart flavors oh number five chocolate chip cookie dough Jesus Christ chocolate chip cookie dough a solid Solid pop tart flavor. Uh, you can you can argue with me. Uh, okay, let, let keep going. Okay, number four, cinnamon roll. You'll notice a common theme here. Got quite mm -hmm. the sugar on sugar on sugar on sugar on sugar, right? Number four, cinnamon roll. Number three, s'mores. That's a solid. That's a good one. It, it, parents came home with s'mores, pop tarts, or you see your your well, little. I feel the fruit's gonna be your little. Your little. You're a little faded, and you see it. it oh, spoiler alert! It is not. Uh, you have you have s'mores right there. That's good to go if you you, you go in there. Number two. Perfect. This is the best one for the toaster. I'll tell you this right now. Cookies and cream. Solid. Mm. I'm getting hungry right now, man. I'm, I'm building up an appetite. Cookies and cream in the toaster is real good. And this next one, number one, you throw this in the microwave for about 25 seconds and you're good to go. It's brown sugar cinnamon. Yep. Okay, you nailed it. Undefeated. Yep. Thank you very much. It's take your fruity pop tarts and take go. them elsewhere. Good. You didn't okay? let me down. I'm happy. Take your fruity pop tarts. That's toaster strudel it's... stuff over there. Okay, that's where you put down your own icing after you get out there and you get real messy with it. Me, right? me with a very sophisticated like palate. Like I love my pairings. Like that is perfect <laughs> with milk. Pairs perfectly. Thank you. Thank you very much. Number five, chocolate chip cookie dough. Number four, cinnamon roll. Number three, s'mores. Now, some would argue that that top, th that that bottom half of the five right there is a little pretentious. I think, I think s'mores would get people fired up. I a think little pretentious. Would, s'mores is a good one, right? I think they, people would think want so, that higher. You, you just oh, they'd want it higher. I think that that would be interesting. An, I think, so you're saying I feel people that, would take issue with cookies and cream? Yeah, I think people would want. Wow. From judging by the reaction I've I've talked talking pop tarts with people, which I do co uh, just con constantly. I feel that would be in the top three. You need to just post that on Instagram on your uh, on your Instagram. Post what that I as think a poll. My top five. And see, because you might get reaction from your friends. That's true. We I would should, like to I know that. Just, I'm gonna start posting the power rankings in the uh, in the Instagram story, but that'll spoil what it is. But whatever, I'll just post it on my own account. Yeah. Wow. Top five. Po oh wow. Because I feel like s'mores would be top three. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I would love to see the the feedback on the power rankings. But they're gonna get brown sugar cinnamon. That's just undefeated. Mm -hmm. that's I, I just love it. That is classic. That is like when you order like original stuff. Like I feel like mm -hmm. that they should forget the strawberry. I don't care about the history of pop tarts. If forever we're rewriting history right now, strike it from the record. So it is written, so does shall be done. Brown sugar cinnamon is the OG flavor of Pop-Tarts. The part that upsets me is I need mouthwash, and now I may grab Pop-Tarts on my way there. Hell yeah. Now a, you have, you uh, have I've five, got a beer in me, and I'm like, you know what? I want fucking Pop-Tarts. You have five different flavors to choose from right there. So I did leg go. day, bro, so I deserve a Pop-Tart. Mm, there you go. Uh, maybe two, because so, that's how they come in the package. So what did you drink last week? What I ranked last week, Gatorade flavors. Okay. Yeah. So listen back to that one because that was a good one. Mm -hmm. That was stir it up, real good there with the. Uh, and there's lots to choose from because you know there's a ton of a ton of fucking Gatorade flavors. So, but yeah, 
Uh, we'll continue with the power rankings as the NFL season continues because you know it's very important that we great keep, job, Jeff. That we great keep, rankings that we keep updating those. Thank you, validating me is all I ever needed. All right, now it is time for winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. Winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. Number one on the agenda for winners and losers here, Mateo, I have Pascal Siakam getting a four-year max deal from the Toronto Raptors. And my reaction to this is uh, like a DJ Khaled gif. Just congratulations, you played yourself. Like, congratulations, Raptors. Like, if you really think that Pascal Siakam is going to be like one of those guys, a foundational type player, I feel like he's a really good complimentary player to, to Kawhi but they're going to expect him to step up and try and play the Kawhi role, of which he cannot do. I feel like this is when you you know your parents are happy and you decide to go over there and ask them for money. Raptors won a championship. You know, it was like, eh, let's just get our guy locked up and we know we have him. So it's a win for him, but it's a loss for the Raptors. I think it's a win for the Raptors. No. It's, it's well, okay, well, I agree to disagree because yeah. I feel like you're vesting up your, I mean, you're tying up your money in the wrong asset, right? Like, again, I, I'd rather them give this money. In the sense, it's a win in the sense of this. I would give the money to Pascal Siakam before I give it to Lowry. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I feel here's, like here's what I like. I like that he's able to play multiple positions. I like that he's under team control. I like that they can go over the salary cap. It's it's win-win for them. It's just going to be interesting to see how they fill that Kawhi hole. Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just, you know, excuse me, pardon, but uh, phrasing. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, the hole has been left by Kawhi Leonard. I mean, it's going to be one that you can never actually fully fill, no matter how much stuff you throw in there. You can only, you know, it's like putting a Band-Aid over a gaping wound. We'll see. But they've got a great GM, and yeah. he's just an intelligent and bright he knows and, uh, how the past is uh, what is it majiri was, was yeah it, what's his first name uh, uh, is it messiah messiah jerry messiah or yeah. something like that yeah yeah something yeah. like that yeah, he's, he's a good he's i don't just, i don't know exactly how to pronounce your name but i know exactly <laughs> what kind of he's, gm yeah, you are. you're just, a damn good yeah, gm he's really good and maybe uh, you know you take a, a GM step back that fired who was the they fired the coach of the oh, year oh uh, god blanking on who the coach of the year yeah that wasn't a great move but then you ended up winning a you ended up winning a championship so it was okay so that's cool all right uh, next up Yay, on the winners losers results. list, Jazz uh, have extended Quinn Snyder. So this is, if you're not familiar, this is the head coach of the Utah Jazz. He looks like a villain from a movie, and he's pretty smart. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's a basketball genius, kind of. I like this move for the Jazz. I'm not sure if they necessarily have the pieces to win a championship. They have the pieces to make noise in the playoffs again. But I think they're just one of those teams where they're kind of like the Memphis Grizzlies of not too long ago, the grit and grind Memphis Grizzlies, where it's like you're good enough to make the playoffs, but what are you really going to do in the playoffs, you know, type deal. And uh, But so good for the Jazz. I think this is a win for them. I always liked his hair. <laughs> this look back, yeah. greaser. Yeah, and pony then, boy. Yeah, and then he gets all riled up, and yeah. by the end of it, he looks like he's been, like, running sprints. <laughs> all right. Next up on Winners Losers, we have uh, Jonathan Tavares has suffered a broken finger. That is a uh, hockey player, for those of you who don't know. That's what you get turning down the Sharks. And uh, broken finger, I think this is just like, a, this. It's like a, who cares, right? It's a hockey player, man. I feel like a broken finger is nothing. These guys, and, and, and knowing Arma. hockey, when he gets listed on the injured reserve list or whatever he goes on, they're just going to say it's an upper body injury. A mere flesh wound. Yeah, right? They won't even actually. I'm surprised that we got the specific that it was a broken finger, but. Uh, that's a that's shark's karma. That's an injury. That's a tough guy injury. Yeah, hockey players love playing through that stuff. So that's when you turn down a contract from the sharks. Yeah, fuck them. All right. And then lastly, uh, on the winners losers list, I just can't get over this. I'm putting this on here. FedEx Field. All right, get your shit together, uh, Washington. Buy, put down some turf. Okay, it's done. Follow Baltimore's 
follow Baltimore's lead, okay? Baltimore tried the natural grass for a while, and it's just, you just live in a part of the country that's just shit for that, okay? Especially during football season. Put down the turf. Put down the turf. You have a terrible stadium. I know because one of my friends went there and live reported and told me the information, gave me the intel. You have a terrible fucking stadium. And then also uproot the grass, all right? As much as it would have been... Actually, no, that made me sound like a terrible sports fan. So I'm glad that nobody got hurt in this game today because of how treacherous that field is and how it continues to be an abomination year after year after year. Dan Snyder, if you're not going to rename the team, okay, redo the fucking field, okay, for the investment of your own players and the safety of those that are coming uh, to play you at your stadium. This is ridiculous. I agree on everything, but I also enjoyed watching players slide around. It was fun to watch. Yeah, it was, it was but, really funny. But at the end of the day, you also had to be like, like you legit know that guys, guys, when they walk out onto FedEx Field, it could be a sunny day. They're walking out on a FedEx Field. That field will kill you. That field, it killed RG three, and it will. It, that is not the only victim it will take. I mean, it's a reason why that game was so quick. It was, uh, I think, two hours and 30 you minutes just, today. Because you, you get out there and you realize, holy was, fuck, we was, need to get off of here. Yeah, it was one of the quickest games yeah. pr- probably I've ever seen. So, again, FedEx Field, get your shit together. All right? Now it's time for the pop culture update. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news, that's why. And as we pull the curtain back here on the Cohort Sports Report like we like to do, we are opening up the Twitter machines and seeing what is trending. Uh, Mateo, do you see anything? No. This is really tough. I know, I'm going through it. My Twitter is always behind, and then it's a bunch of TV shows. This is what's airing. The rookie's airing on ABC. I got one that says, Seth Rogen tips his cap to the 20-year-old who just got arrested with a McLovin ID. Police in Iowa arrested Daniel Burleson. After they tagged him on Twitter too, so give him the, <laughs> so he can get hella That's followers sick. now. After spotting him with a vodka drink in his hand, when they pressed further, officers recognized a super bad inspired ID in his wallet. Even Seth Rogen took notice. So that's. Uh, that's cool, I, I guess. St- I, I still mean, think that's the loudest mo- comedy I've ever seen in the movie. Like, people were came in high, but everybody just was dying. It was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Just had people vocally, like, Yeah, like, like, oh, oh, yeah, it was, yeah. And, and it was fun. It was fun how much people loved that dude, movie. Dude, he had a stretch there for a while where it was, dude, Seth Rogen was, was making movies like classics. that. It was really good, and it was just like, holy fuck, man. Like, yeah, these Pineapple are, Express. These are hilarious. Knocked up. All right, let's see anything else here. You not seeing anything else either, huh? Uh, I saw Jonan Hill. Hill exits talks for Batman. That was on October 16th. Why is my Twitter on entertainment so far behind? I don't know if I talked about this on the last show when I was flying solo or not, but did you see that Lady Gaga fell off the stage with a fan at her? Uh, no, I didn't see Vegas? that. Yeah, she, had, she called a guy up on stage. He picked her up, and his knee buckled, and then they fell off stage. <laughs> um, but... Again, another reason, guys, very important to do leg day. All right, so the show comes full circle right there. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know if that was staged Damn. or not that, that she brought him up there on purpose. you just seen the Oof, video now. Yeah. yeah like, she goes down hot. He looked like he powerbombed her. She got up and finished the show, though, and then she posted a picture of her taking Boss. a nice bath afterwards, so she was good to go. Cut the restriction. Damn. Down. For him, it was, for him it was like, it's the greatest moment of my life, and then it turned into the worst moment of my life. And boom. Done. Yeah. All right. And then how about this one? All right. So the Simpsons celebrate its six. I, I feel like this is a very low number for the Simpsons, given how long it's been around. 
celebrating its 666th episode with the 30th Treehouse of Horror. So those of you into the 666 wow. and weird stuff like uh, that. They timed that perfectly. Yeah, so I just... Uh, that's obviously, I don't know if that was done on purpose. Uh, you know, they're pretty good at predicting. So Simpsons did it uh, and, and whatnot. But um, it's, yeah, oh, I don't. It's been I mean, a that's, long. That's wild. And, and yeah. But I think the thing that's that's really mind-boggling for me is the fact that however long it's been around and you've only only got 666 episodes. I know that sounds like mm-hmm. what how unimpressive. But, again, The Simpsons have been airing for, like, 20 years. Yeah, right? it's, it's kind of like that uh, stat Timmy brought about how, like, Pudge caught, like... Uh, yeah. 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 Like, it's... For them, they've had... I believe they've had, like, Sinatra. They had all the people that were famous in the 70s and 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. It's almost like SNL. I mean, it's Michael wild. Jackson's the been on the longevity of that show, yeah. but it's at the same time, it's like, you've been around for how long? And, it's, I, and again, I just for me, that number... Mm. For given how long it's been around, and I just feel like I know that the Simpsons seasons are probably only like twenty to twenty-five episodes, but it just it feels like it's always on, and there and there are so many episodes that the fact that there's only six hundred sixty-six, mm-hmm. I'm just like wow. Well, and for them, it's still a very like archaic process compared to South Park. It mm-hmm. takes them what I, I believe it takes them three to five months to make an episode. Still, wow, it's something crazy. You're constantly to, working, yeah, because South Park it takes a week. That's why yeah. they can stay topical, and Simpsons can't. That's wild. The South Parks have been able to leverage themselves like that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be interested to see the numbers when that comes out on south park when yeah. they finally hit theirs and their their historic numbers all right so that will do it for us on uh the pop culture update and that will do it for us on the show mateo do you have any shit to talk before we sign off no i'm just now okay yeah, just happy to be here all right thank just you happy to be here thank you for stopping by giving you your got insight to talk leg day dude and opinions oh, dude never skip like more day, than happy but dudes and bars and dogs and bars all mm. right so um, yeah, and then of course the also important power rankings. Very important. Get yourself some Dude, I'm, I'm, You're gonna see it on my story in probably about 20 minutes. I'm gonna get <laughs> pop fucking pop tarts. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that'll do it for us. Well, I'll, I'll be back on Wednesday. Hopefully, Wednesday, Flan will be Wednesday, ready to go Wednesday. with a further stories from his time in Virginia. And then we'll see. We'll hear back from you again on next Sunday. Correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll we'll hear your input on Lotto's locks, and we'll see how you did. Um, God, actually, I think the Giants, yeah. that was so yeah, bad. Yikes, yeah, that's not, no, well, we'll find out on Wednesday how you did, all right? All right, to the, uh, the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go crush leg day. Until next time. Later, brah.